Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Whale Nerds Podcast. This is episode number 59. My name is Slater, and I'm here with Eric and Caitlin. Hi, everyone. Hello. You forgot one. And we also got a special guest, Adam Ernster. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) We got Adam back. That's all all I got. Ooh, look at that. That looks good. Um, So... Our regular podcast listeners can't see what's happening, but uh, we record via Skype and everyone's figured out that they can put their own custom background and Eric has a plate of food. As- <laughs> it, it shows oh, yeah. Is that lumpia? Is that lumpia? It's, it's, it's taquitos and chow mein. So oh, being, oh, that's a very being, being ethnically a diverse Chinese and Mexican person. Yes, that's that's literally yeah. what I have for dinner. Yeah. Chinese, chow mein and taquitos. <laughs> <laughs> Slater's Valley. Eric has a plate of food behind his head, and Adam and I have our bed. It's hot over here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it smells good over here. I got chow mein and taquitos behind me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, well, we're back for another episode 59, and we've got a special guest, Adam. And uh, he's been well watching nonstop in Santa Barbara. I know. And you've been living it up in Santa Barbara. Summer. And it looks pretty awesome. And then the three of you went whale watching together. Yup. Yeah. Adam was my stand in. Yeah, that's true. I took your spot. Stole your spot. It was the greatest, foggiest trip ever. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was foggy, but yeah, but the animals kicked butt. <clears throat> yeah, lunch feeding in the fog. What a great memory. Uh, I was impressed on how well Kate stayed on those whales because they were all over the place. Yeah, really it was bad. like yeah, she's 20 guy. feet of visibility. It's tough to stay on it, but she did a good job. Yeah, she's well, pretty badass. Because she's awesome. She is awesome. <laughs> so the trip was actually a really phenomenal trip. The only thing is, is midday, the well, it, we were scared off the bat because the fog was way in. And then by the time we got out there, the fog had completely backed off, you know, to the edge of the bay. Yeah. And then midway through the trip, which we had already seen lunch feeding, breaching, a lunch, one of the whale, two of the whales lunch fed like literally five feet from the boat. Yeah, and it was then, crazy. And then after that, the fog came back in, and we were still able to stay with humpbacks the entire trip, even throughout the fog. And uh, honestly, one of the, the most ama- like amazing things is that whales literally lunch fed every like two to five minutes for the entire day we were out there. Literally the entire day. It was pretty That's crazy. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I saw been, some of uh, you guys' photos and videos. It looked really cool. Yeah, yeah it was fun. It was know. nice. It was nice because we've literally had, like, no humpbacks in Santa Barbara until recently, the last, like, month or so. Um, but we haven't seen them lunch feeding at all, so the bait must be pretty far down. So it was nice to see some lunch feeding. I haven't seen that in a while. We had a lot of blue whales, too, right? <laughs> we had, like, like, this was, like, a record year for blue whales for us because we had them, like, the first one we saw was like June fifth, and then I think I counted like seventy-five days straight of blue whales. Wow, which was pretty incredible. Wow! And then people ask, and then people go well, go and they don't see a blue whale, and they're like, "What the heck?" <laughs> pretty much. I mean, yeah, people now because you know now, you know the blue whales are probably still out there. We're just not going far enough because we have the humpbacks in pretty close, so we're not really we haven't seen blue whales in a a week or two um i mean you know i'm still there sh- I'm, I'm sure they're still around and i th- 
it's just, I don't know. It's pretty crazy. But yeah, people are now like, oh, like, where are the blue whales? And it's like, well, we're looking at 15 humpbacks. So where were you 75 days ago? <laughs> but it was, it was pretty crazy. I think I, I ID'd over 50 individual blue whales. Um, and there was a couple days where we had like 30 in like a two mile square radius. So it was nice. just like spouts everywhere. Are, which you was, sending uh, in, are you sending in the IDs to Cascadia, Adam, or anyone? Yeah, I'm sending them to John. Um, I think I you have... can upload them via Happy Whale, too, if you want. Oh, can you? Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple blue whales on there. there. Okay. Yeah. But if you're like sending them direct to John, right too, then. Yeah, I'm sending them directly to John, um, but I still have, like, I'm making my, like, own little ID catalog for, like, the Santa Barbara whales or whatever we see here. Um, Good luck. Events like that, I feel like you get a lot of transient whales. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it was, it was pretty cool. We had some pretty unique individuals too. Like we saw that hybrid whale flew. Oh yeah. That was so cool. He was a pretty amazing whale. And it was, it was cool. Like the second we saw him, I was like, that's gotta be a hybrid. Yeah. And he just looked so unique and he had like, you know, types of both species. So that was pretty cool. Um, we saw him, uh, like a handful of times. And then we also saw one that we named Uno. I don't know if you guys saw that, but he is like half a fluke. Yeah. Um, that was a pretty cool whale too. So yeah, it was good. Great, great flu whale you summer. Re- so. You guys read that paper that the those hybrids that there's a that they're actually able to reproduce. It's pretty crazy. What? That's what I heard. Yeah, there's a and, paper um, out there about that. Yeah. That two saw... hybrids or hybrid and like a blue hybrid and a fin. Uh, a whale, a whale that is a blue whale and you know fin hybrid can go and make babies with another whale mm. yeah there's uh, a, i'll try to find the paper it's pretty cool i'll show last, i'll send it to you caitlin later the last time we <laughs> saw him he was definitely like we saw we it was so weird we saw him like once really close to the boat and he was like he was trailing this pretty big blue whale um and then like he was down for like a 15 or 18 minute dive and they popped up like two miles away and he was porpoising like after this blue whale so there was some pretty obvious like mating um signs there so that was pretty interesting and i and he was confirmed as a male um just through biopsy sampling and biopsy darts um got some dna from him so yeah he's a male um so that was pretty cool to see awesome yeah Everybody always thinks they've seen a hybrid, but, like, you've actually seen one. <laughs> yeah, I remember, like, the first time I posted it on Simple Fauna, like, telling people that I thought it was a hybrid, a bunch of people chimed in and were like, hey, man, like, I've seen a hybrid, too. Like, this isn't special. And I'm like, okay, well, this is, like, a confirmed <laughs> This is, like, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you should get John Kalamakita's ad- uh, autograph and, like. He confirmed it. When <laughs> <laughs> ID stuff, they always do that. They'll say, "Oh, it's a hybrid," you know. And especially when they yeah, see exactly. a blue or a fin from a distance, when it they see there's, there's blues out there with really high dorsal fins, so people will be like, yeah. "Oh, oh, yeah, it must be a hybrid." Well, yeah. maybe it's one of a hybrid's offspring that like mated with a blue whale. So it's yeah, like right? then you have like a seventy-five percent blue whale, twenty-five percent fin whale. Yeah, it's like I... only a quarter fin whale. <laughs> And there was a hybrid. I just don't think it was by me. (laughs) It's in the vicinity of all these blue whales. What we should do is have a biopsy dart on every whale watching boat so we can confirm. No, 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 no. Start shooting whales. Yeah, you're giving too many people. uh, Here, here, little boy, take this. 
take this crossbow. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and then you biopsy sample one of your one of your customers. Yeah. Ah, my face. Yeah, just be like for a hundred extra bucks, you can shoot the crossbow. <laughs> oh gosh, you just oh, gave someone awful. an idea. Yeah, you really did. That's awful. Please don't do that. Those people are on permits and it's a very yeah, rigorous yeah. process. <laughs> we had uh we had Ari uh Freelander and uh Brandon Southall actually doing that over here a few days ago. They actually stopped by our boat and showed us the dart and everything. It was pretty cool. I love it when they do that, when they yeah. pull up to the boat and they'll like take a few minutes yeah. to explain to what's, people. What's cool about this time, it was actually kind of COVID related. Everyone wants to hear about COVID in Wales, but they want to know if the uh, lack of, with there being less boat traffic and stuff out there. Oh, that's beautiful, Slater. If there's any, uh, any uh, difference in their stress level. so Yeah, if they have lower cortisol. Exactly. Well, I feel like, I don't know, is commercial shipping any less, though? Like, is that documented? I feel like it's not any less. And that's it had to have been. It, it has, has to have been. been, yeah. Less demand for products, less people out, you know. But then, but then at the same time, the port, like... My friends still work, was still working there all of like, quarantine. I feel like people were panic buying everything, though. So wouldn't that mean that there's yeah, the same amount true. of shipping? I don't think our toilet paper is imported. <laughs> But maybe the plastic wrap is, you know, like there's a bunch of maybe the ink for the plastic label, maybe the, you know, who knows? Do we know that? Maybe we should make a podcast mini episode about that. Is your toilet paper imported? I know. Someone go look. I would assume so. Everything's imported. Yeah, the U.S. hardly makes any of its own stuff. You know what's so weird? I I saw a post this morning on Facebook. And it was talking about toilet paper, and it was saying less of this and more of this, and it was showing a hemp field instead and making hemp toilet paper instead of tree toilet paper. Well, and bamboo's a popular one, too. My butt's going to get high. <laughs> oh, my God. That is not how that works. It's a different. It's a different <laughs> thing, I know. Actually, it's the like, male plant, right, Eric? For my job. Is this going to affect that? <laughs> Eric, that's the male plant, right? The female is the one that buds. Yeah. Duh, I don't know about that stuff. Do you know yeah, who does? Know, Slater, do you know Slater? I don't know, Slater. Do you know anyone that knows about that stuff? Yeah, I know a couple people. <laughs> what? I'm into science. <laughs> I'm into you, science. Dude, you guys. science. You should have heard. Margo came in. Margo had an exam yesterday or two days ago for biology. And she comes in. She's like, Guess how much I got out of a hundred, and I forget what I don't remember, but she was so happy. She got a ninety-six, so she only missed one, ninety-six percent, or she missed two, one girl. or two. Yeah, she love. She's loving all. She's hit me with all this science dude, every day. I know when I call <laughs> you sometimes, she's like, "Do you know anything about this?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> she's all explaining me to all the different like cells splitting off and becoming this and that and doing this. Mitosis. So, so funny. She loves it. That's funny. Yeah, um, she's, she's fresh in school. Do you do you guys remember like your first trip on the water or like after COVID or like even during COVID? Oh yeah, I remember. Mm, mine was in Newport, so it wasn't like something crazy happened. I, I remember um, during during COVID, like we had to take the boat out for like maintenance runs and stuff. Um, and I remember Dave and I took the boat, my captain. And we were like trying to find whales just to like, you know, we ran the boat for a bit. We wanted to like get some social media stuff to like share with people about how the channel was doing. And it was, we found like four humpbacks and they, it was so weird. Like they immediately, like you could see the whole group. They were kind of 
off our starboard side and you can see the whole group just like turn the second we kind of got into the vicinity and just like beeline straight towards us so it was kind of interesting just to see like you know without after not being on the water for two months that's that was the that was my first interaction with whales like, oh like how were the whales after covid you mean yeah like you know just kind of keep it on the same track of well how you know, many how covid affects it affects so them, my though. my counter question for that is uh, how many private boats do you typically encounter in the Santa Barbara Channel that are also watching whales? Not a lot. So, uh, so in, crazy, huh? in Massachusetts, like, I don't think the whales had a different reaction to the big boats mm-hmm. necessarily. But between the tuna fishermen and then the small private charter mm-hmm. boats that were allowed to go in May, um, and then the private boaters that were just out when the weather was nice, like I don't mm-hmm. for the the whales didn't really have that big of a break by the time the big boats had come out. Gotcha. Like because people had already been out there for over a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're pretty much always alone when we're out there. But it was just interesting because you know I get people asking me all the time, like, oh, you know, the whales are like happier and stuff. You know, the the, the people aren't out there, right? That they're, they're not interacting with boats or anything. Like, you notice that change, haven't you? And I was like, not really. The first time I saw a whale after two months, it beelined straight towards our vessel. So that's just obviously one instance. Like, it's a pretty wait, small wait, sample wait. size, but <laughs> that's what I was thinking, you know? Because like, you guys see it. Like, they kind of love that condor boat. Um, I mean, we've had a lot of friendly whales this summer in general, but I don't know if I would attribute it to... Yeah, them missing less people boats. or anything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, people ask that question all the time, and I'm just like, eh, there's nothing really you can say from that. But it was interesting to, to see, so. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have any perspective on it, Eric or Slater. On the noise, I mean, on it being calmer out there without all the boats? Well, if, like, if you've noticed any behavior changes in the whales. <laughs> Honestly, it seems like it's right where we left off, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, things seem about the same over here. But still, you know, that study that I just told you about, that'd be interesting. I, I will say on my <laughs> first comes trip up. back on the water, because it was in Newport, because I had moved. Well, I'll tell you about the last thing I saw before I was, during quarantine, when I was leaving Monterey, I went to, um, what's it called? Point, what's the point in Monterey? Why am I? Pinos? Pinos. Pinos. Yeah, we were like right at Asilomar. And there was killer whales out there, and I didn't even bring my camera or anything like that. Margo and I had stepped out of the car, and we're watching and watching them. And it's pretty, it was pretty bumpy right there at the point. It was definitely like a windy, bumpy kind of day. And next thing you know, they all just start breaching. Boom, 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 one after another. Like literally, something. like four in a row. And I mean, like four yeah. whales all breaching multiple <clears throat> times. And I was yeah. like, wow, I should be out of there right now. That was a good day. <laughs> Because I caught up with them over at the Solomar. Yeah, we saw a lot. And of- I called you that day. Yeah, we had like three, or, three or two killer whale sightings when, um, when we were all on quarantine. Yeah, know? I remember you guys were calling me and telling me about it, and I was like, okay, well, I'm in Oregon, so. <laughs> You're not. Actually, some of them was I still in Maui? No, you were still in Maui for that. You were still. You're in still Maui. in Maui, probably. Yeah. So then it was also really early in the morning when you guys are calling me. Yeah. But then I, so then I didn't whale watch for until, might have been like June. Can you hear me? <laughs> you like ducked out of the screen and all we could see was the dolphin behind you. Oh yeah, <laughs> I wanted the dolphin to talk. Um, so, the fir- so anyways, the first trip back, I remember 
Dude, you you came out of... on my boat. You came out on my boat right when we started up again. Oh, that was my first trip back. You're right. And we we were we were like the first. I think we we're the first company to open. No, maybe Harbor Breeze was before us. Uh, yeah, Har- right. We had humpbacks. Yeah, yeah it felt so normal early. being on the water. Yeah, it, it just does. felt like a normal day of whale watching, and the whales didn't seem to notice. Well, I was gonna say, you know what did what did make me feel really good was when we went, when I went out in Newport, and we did have a big pot of like 500 commons. And I remember like getting my camera because I was just there for fun, and I was like so excited to shoot photos of them because we were just surrounded. And common you dolphins really are fun. Later, be excited to take the photos of common dolphins. dolphins. Yeah, yeah, right. And I think I made a post saying this is where it all began. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two weeks ago when I ran down to Ventura, yeah, and I had those commons. I was so happy to see them. I was like, I haven't seen you in three and a half years. That was great. Yeah, it's it's a pretty yeah. cool feeling. Like when I was in Washington and I came back. And saw comments i was just like so hyped like and you don't you don't appreciate it as much when you're in the moment you know you see thousands like i see thousands of comments every single day but when you you know don't experience that every day you really start to miss it it's just seeing common dolphins is a pretty pretty crazy experience it's important common dolphins are another undervalued animal that like people take for granted for sure well i think because they just are in such big groups i think that's what really floors people yeah. yeah, they're like, oh, it's easy. They can always see these. But it's like, yeah, but they're always awesome. And to be honest, they are really going to give you a better show than most and of most the whales will give you. Yeah. Especially whales in Southern California, even if there's a lot of them, they act way different than the ones in, in Santa Barbara or in Monterey. Because those ones are like feeding. Like It seems like it's either closer to the surface or it's just more abundance of food. Because the whales in Newport... I mean, you could be watching one humpback, and it could take, you know, three to six breaths and then go on a deeper dive. Like, that seems to happen a lot more with whales in SoCal than it does in Monterey. Like, our deep dives in Monterey are, like, three to five minutes. And, and uh, Newport, whales, they, What? I've waited for whales in Monterey for over 20 minutes. Yeah, but how often are you waiting for one humpback in Monterey? I mean, how That's often does it happen this year, Eric? This year? Yeah. Uh, Today, last few days, it hasn't been that bad. Yeah. But earlier in the season? Earlier in the season, it was kind of like that. Really, it was weird. It, it's. I think we're getting the, the fall is going to be the highlight this year. You know, I yeah. think we... Had, November's... Sure, I was telling Slater, yeah, no, we've had really good Novembers here. Some of my more memorable trips. And it's, today, I had a lot of, you know, good surface feeding activity. And I had Halo being a little show-off again. So, this, this things year's are still good here. Um... This year definitely seems like we're getting out of the El Nino cycle and it's more of a kind of regular year, at least in Santa Barbara. You know, like we had the humpback show up in pretty early, actually. It was like January they started showing up um, and they stayed pretty consistently and pretty consistently until like June. And then June, they like 100 percent dipped out like we had zero humpbacks and it was all just blue whale action for three months. And now the humpbacks are starting to return. Um, that's something but, that Caitlin and I and Eric have talked about every single year. They come in and then they bail for a month, and then they come back full it's swing for summer. June, June or July is that? Yeah, June. That time they, June is the worst month. And then they come back. <laughs> I Seriously. don't know where they go, but June is the worst month. It, it, I totally experienced that this year. It was really interesting. And like compared to last year, last year we had them from from February all the way to November, and like they didn't dip out at all. But it was just really interesting. And one of the coolest things that I saw this year, as opposed to other years, was when we had them dip out for like 
two or three months we didn't see them like at all um and you started to see like like we started to also see the long beaked common dolphins disappear as well we would see groups of like five or ten pretty close to like the harbor and then out past that you would see no long beaks it'd be like pods of like thousands and thousands of, of short beaks but then you know as we're starting to get into fall we started to see more long beaks starting to show up and now there there's long beaks everywhere and there's no short beaks so it's really interesting to see the the differences there and i've I think a lot of people can say the same. I don't, I don't think I've ever, ever seen short beaks feeding with humpback whales. I hey, think that's hey, pretty speak interesting. But. Really quickly, Adam, what, uh, this is a perfect time to ask you this. So obviously you think there's a difference between long beak and short beak, <laughs> I beaks, was going right? to do that if you weren't going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't get it because they don't, they, don't, they don't roll like us I in California. I see the difference. I just oh, no. think they, different. they look different. They freaking smell different. Yeah. Okay. Smell so totally what's your totally question? <laughs> The, yeah. is, do I think there's a difference? There's a difference, right? There is 100% a difference. Like like I said, there I've never seen humpback whales feeding with short beaks. Short beaks, you you can tell they're short beaks from like two or three miles away because they're just <laughs> rocketing out of the water for the most part. Long <laughs> beaks are a lot like calmer. Um, I constantly see them feeding on surface bait fish. Like I don't even think I've ever seen short beaks really feed. Um and yeah, you can see the differences in their, you know, phenotypes and their physical features. They have like different around their faces, a little bit different, the striping there. Exactly. Um, and they're just, they, they're just, you know, they're completely different. I, they yeah. act differently. They look different. They associate themselves with different animals. It's, uh, I, I definitely think there's a species yeah. difference there. And if you get really technical, take them out of the water. Yeah. There's a, this, there's a difference in the skull, the tooth count and everything. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, and it's really interesting, you know, people are always like, Oh, what's a, what's a short beak and what's a long beak. And it's like, well, it's really hard to tell when, unless you, you see them every day and you can dif differentiate the, the differences between the species. But I totally think they're, they're different. So hit it with the science, Kaylin. Science. <laughs> they want to tell you that they are, but they are the exact same DNA, right? Giants. Um, I don't think that they're. I don't think that they're saying that they're the exact same DNA. I think they're saying that their DNA is not distinct enough to separate so them into two different species. But I bet I'm, you, within the next ten years, we'll go back and forth on it again. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! Speaking this is a great segue into. I think Eric's going to bring it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Adam, we're talking about this. ETPs oh, are yes. officially, officially an ecotype now. Yes, I. I mean, I figured that would happen. Oh yeah, we knew Dude, those. Well, some those things. Types. The one time I've seen ETPs, I swear they acted like common dolphins. Like they saw our boat and just beelined it straight towards us, and we're like playing in the wake. They're like riding in the bow. It was just like it's a huge common dolphin, and then they started slaughtering dolphins. But that's. <laughs> I think that. But, um... I mean, I don't know if anybody's working on this right now, but I think there's also two different types of false killer whales. What do you, you know, think? Like, like a morphologic one or something? Well, there's the type that like kill dolphins, and then there's the type that kill fish. Like, have they ever seen them kill dolphins and fish on the same day? You know, like the ones over here that show up in northern Baja have been killing uh, fish mainly. Yeah. So yeah, I think there may be two types. Robin Baird would know. I mean, they've documented them in Maui now, feeding on Dorado. Yeah, you saw them. Yeah. But there's, well, I guess we should have asked him if there was other, if there was mammal prey types in their call diet. Up. Call them up. 
This hey, um got a question for you. This this ETP um, paper is pretty cool because they talk about they break the down all the prey items. Yeah, the yeah. prey items, right? Yeah, so it's like awesome. sea turtles. Well, did you see dolphins. there's an adult humpback versus adult humpback, humpback cat? Yeah, humpback yes. was on there. Yeah. Mobula. Uh, yeah, Mobula. It's just like you know those those. You know, you always see them down in Mexico killing stingrays, you know, and we, when we've seen them here, they've been destroying dolphins. Um, there's obviously been accounts of them going after humpbacks as well. So their prey just seems to be really varied, and it's, it's really interesting. They, again, like the same thing with the common dolphins, you know, like I've really, I don't even know what short beaks eat specifically. I haven't seen them really eat anything. That's the same, it's the same kind of thing, you know, it's technically the same species. They can, they can still interbreed and stuff, but, they act completely different. They look different. You know, the ETPs have that dark, like, faded saddle patch, where the transients have that really bright white saddle patch. So it's just interesting how scientists, you know, choose to, to group things together and how that, when you actually look at it and do some observational studies and stuff, it, you kind of see the differences there. Well, yeah, I mean, I think taxonomy, it has to, I think it has to include behavioral information. Like, I think it should. Because just going on tooth count or skull shape or beak length or, you know, genetics, like that doesn't yeah. paint the full picture of what's going on. Because if these animals technically can interbreed, but behaviorally they don't, like, where do you draw the line? And I, I, th I think we're at a point, right, where like, eventually, if you wait a million years down the line, like, they will be two different species and they will evolve different adaptations to fit their kind of niches or whatever. Like when you look at trend, uh, Big killer whales and resident killer whales, like they never interact. They don't interbreed. Like they probably still could produce fertile offspring, but at the end of the day, they don't interact with each other, so it's not going to happen. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's the same uh, thing with like North Pacific and South Pacific right whales. Like yeah. behaviorally, they're not going to interact, but are they distinct enough to actually be two different species, or is it just because they're geographically isolated that they're two different species? I don't exactly. I don't know the full argument. Are the uh, teeth on the ETPs, are they kind of sanded down, though, kind of like the offshore killer whales? That's a good question. I don't know. I would think so, since they eat rays. Ray's skin is kind of smoother, though, than, like, you know, right? Than, like, a, like shark. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they have blackoid scales. Did the paper talk about any like carcasses they examined? I didn't see. Mm, I just not that I, not that I saw. I'm looking at it right now. Not that I really. I don't saw. think it'll wear down their. I don't think it'll wear down that their teeth that much. Mobula rays and like pelagic rays are have a. I think a. Smaller, yeah, smoother denticle on their skin. Yeah. It's because the sharks have those. Well, what about eating scales? turtles? I mean, that can't be good for your teeth. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I wonder how they eat the turtles, though. Do they just like? I've oh, seen videos of it where they like whack it around and then they like try and just like they, bite. I've I've seen them like spin it on their on their uh, nose, but I've seen them do like, that do they, to moles too. They but then they don't. I think if I crunch that thing in half, dude. Guaranteed. That's what I'm saying. But like, do they eat the inside of the? I feel like the meatiest For part sure. of the turtle is not the guts and stuff. Oh, I, I don't know. Tail. <laughs> That tail that we saw, Caitlin, when we were swimming, it's a big tail. <laughs> that was scary. They <laughs> <laughs> might eat the freaking tail end of that thing. Yeah, seriously. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. So, um, I listened to this. I text Eric about this a couple times, but I've been listening to this podcast called Future Ecologies, and um, there was a really good like series that they did on kelp. But they talked a lot about kelp forests, and um, they interviewed Jim Estes, and they talked a lot about his like Alaska work. But like you know, it also has a lot of parallels to Monterey, and I think it was interesting. They talked about like urchin barrens which is something that's going on in Monterey right now. And um, he basically, like, said that there's, like, some some momentum to, like, some inertia to those systems when they get out of whack. Like, once you get an urchin barren, like, you're kind of stuck with it for a while until there's right. enough, like, force to push it the other way. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. So that's my little plug for if you're looking for other like wildlife or nature podcasts, Future Ecologies is a really good one. And if you're a super nerd, like, you know, the four of us, and you want to listen to three episodes about kelp. <laughs> it was really Eric good. Would love that episode. <laughs> yeah. I watched like two episodes on, on bats. Yeah. Yeah. They had two, on, um, two or three on jellyfish and salps and stuff too, which was really cool. So I, I was amazed at the amount of jellies in Monterey. Oh, are you we guys never see that? We again? never see that here. You know yeah. what? That's nothing. There's some days it looks like you can like walk over them. Walk on. Yeah, you can't even right? spring. Yeah. Which one? The video I showed you of the when we when we just we see boobies. Yeah, we just see. We can't see your phone. We can just see the birds. Guys. The birds, yeah. And I know so people who are not on the Skype feed are like, "Why is he talking like that?" Yeah. No. So, I showed you this video when we were on the boat on my day trip. Oh, oh my I gosh, yeah. Dude, that is insane. Okay. Like, so we never see je- like jellies. Period in Santa Barbara. So <laughs> when they talked about that on Future Ecologies, they like talked to a couple jellyfish experts and like basically with they said is like favorable and slightly warmer conditions kind of came together. And then that just made all the jellyfish like go into their Medusa stage and pop off all these polyps or go into their polyp or their, what is it called? When they like pop off the little polyps on them. Dude, they have one of the most Medusa, Hydra Medusa. Yeah. So strange. Yeah. They're like little pancakes and like stop and stock on top of each other. I can talk about now think about how many jellies are eaten right now in Monterey Bay by humpbacks. That's another. That's oh, what I was asking yeah. Eric. I was asking Come Eric, on. like on the all day trip, like what's eating them? Like what's the relationship <laughs> between jellyfish and and? Uh, I'll tell you, it's going down their belly button. It's all the way in there because they're eating those things <laughs> left and right. You're telling me you can't even jump in that water without touching one. You could definitely swim, seriously. Them. You could swim ten feet. <laughs> And we had humpbacks lunging within one mile of the harbor of Moss Landing. And there was jellies there, and there was humpbacks there, and there was anchovies. And they're all in the belly of the humpback. I mean, what, Eric, maybe you remember this, but one year Fran was, like, extra, like, sleepy and silly over off the dunes. And I was Uh like, dude, she has to be eating so many jellyfish that she's, like, out of whack. All Do you guys Vena- remember from the nematocyst gathered high? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Do you guys remember there was a there was a post? I think it was on the east coast. Oh yeah, abyss. Of a humpback of a humpback like playing with, with lion's mane jelly lion's on its face. Jelly. That happened yeah. this season. It's yeah. a whale named Abyss, yeah. and Seven Seas Whale Watch saw it, um, 
And it was like, that whale also like is friendly with the boat almost every time we found it this summer. Gosh, dude, that's so cool. So I don't know when this whale eats. I don't know what this whale does other than put jellyfish on its head and then play with boats. So probably, that's probably all it does. <laughs> it puts jellies on its head. But it's a six-year-old whale. It would look like a hat if it had tentacles on each side. Yeah, it was like it had the lion's mane like on the rostrum. It's nuts. Like I saw the photo and was like, what the heck? I remember seeing that photo. I was just like, what? Like, it it's somewhere, it's way down in Seven Seas Whale Watch's feed um, <laughs> on Facebook. But yeah, like, it was nutty. It's probably like people like putting those like hot rocks in their back or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, like, like, get a little bit of pain. It didn't have like a lot of tentacles left on it. So I don't know if it like picked up a like dying one. Like, how do you decide that? I don't know. I bet when people saw that photo at first, they were like, what's growing on in space? Well, I, th- I thought it was kelp. When, yeah, when they first watched the whale do it, they thought it was kelp, and then they like reviewed their photos later when they got home, and we're like, "Wait a second, yeah, here." Yeah, I just seen it. So cool, that's man. So cool. <laughs> that's true. Like that's a big jellyfish. Like, look how much of the that face is. That's a up. that's a trash can lid jellyfish right there. <laughs> Bigger that thing's mouth. Is Maybe huge. it's like eating like a spicy like cinnamon gummy bear. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Spite, wait, what? That's not what I'm saying. It does Spicy still have cinnamon its, gummy um, like a lot of its tentacles, you know? Yeah. I don't, yeah, wild. All I'm saying is I don't know what kind of gummy bears Eric's eating, but I'm definitely not eating spicy cinnamon you've never had, gummy bears. What? You've never had a cinnamon gummy bear? No, dude. I want to eat gummy bears. He's sometimes too young, think, guys. He's sometimes I young. think Adam is from like another planet, dude. He's he's just that much younger than us. He doesn't know. Hey, I'm only what about like a Swedish fish, but like a cinnamon one? Ah, oh, <laughs> Swedish fish are disgusting. What? Okay, no, that's really funky. Adam dude. can't be on the podcast anymore. This is. Yeah, last time. Time. <laughs> I'm gonna put it in. Last time, right? Adam's face. Oh, Eric's eating bear. snacks while he has snacks as his background. Well, you mentioned gummy bears, and I really want one. Is this going to be an ASMR now? You can hear it. I, I'm going to eat some gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? Dude, have you ever uploaded that picture? That's a nice one. Is that in Loretto? I can't even believe I saw a humpback in Loretto, you guys. They don't see... They see them, but not, like, so often. And... That day when we that. That's nice. That's, that is beautiful. Oh, I remember that when you sent me that. Dude, it breached like that. right by the ponga. Yeah, like it breached literally five feet in front of the boat. This was the same trip when the bottlenose came up to you, right? Oh, mm-hmm. those bottoms are so cool. And they literally were like, yeah, but we're going to see blue whales. I'm like, yeah, yeah but these are awesome. <laughs> yeah, you were so excited. You actually called me from Mexico. Hey, there's bottlenose. That's what Doug was saying when he was when he was on our eight hour trip like a while ago. We had like these crazy, crazy bottlenose. Yeah. So good. We spent like thirty minutes with them, and then he was like really bummed that we left. I was like, dude, come on! This bottlenose was doing this, and they left. Oh man! <laughs> I mean, it's just like differences of like places, you know. Like we see bottlenose pretty often in Santa Barbara. You guys never see them in Monterey, you know. It's just a little. We see coastals. We just don't have offshores. Yeah, offshores are... Oh, my gosh. If they had offshores in Monterey, it would really be the cherry on top of Monterey because offshores are so flipping cool. 
Like they're the only Flip. bottom. They're the only Dolphins that really freaking send it, bro. <laughs> they, do, they do send it, man. It's pretty crazy. Even when you even, see like, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say like when you see like a thousand pound animal like launch like twenty five feet out of the water, it's pretty nuts. <laughs> well, it's not even just that. Like if you think about white sided dolphins, they're big too. But even if you get them in their wake, they cruise for a little bit, but they just don't send it like the bottlenose do. Every Those once things... in a while, they get nuts, but not. Yeah, what are you saying? Are you seen them do yeah. backflips and stuff? Okay, but by themselves. Have you seen a bottlenose do a backflip? No. Yes, I have. No, just white sides. <laughs> I've seen a common dolphin do it, but. Yeah, Never, but I'm just saying, like, like, the white sides, they play for a minute, and they'll play off on their own, and they'll do some, like, you know, well, they'll double jump, and they'll flip, which is absolutely incredible. But bottom-nose dolphins are the only ones that you see that get 20 feet in the air out of your wake, and they'll do it, it over man. and over and over. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're pretty incredible. You may have seen this blue whale this summer. I saw this today. Send me the ID photo. Whoa, whoa. What? Are those uh, Atlantic Holy white-sided? Crap. Yeah, yeah, they're Atlantic white-sided dolphins. Is it considered still a Pacific? Is it still the same species? It's a. Uh, it's still Lagarancus, but it's a different species, uh, species name. <laughs> Makes you want to. Oh my goodness! But like, look at their. Um, hang on. Like, look What's at the tail. Whoa! They have that yellow stripe. That's cool. And they're a little it's... bit beefier. Should I fly out there real quick before the season's over? Dude, you have to, like, do COVID tests or you have to quarantine. Plus, we have you... a hurricane coming this weekend. Perfect. I'll be there. Dude, later, fly your drone in the hurricane. All the way over there? Yeah. Well, no, it's a hurricane. I'm going to hit you right on this frigate. Yeah. Sweet. Just ride the frigate buried over. I'm going to hold it by its Wait, tail. so, I'm... Is there a certain, like... Do you have to stay pretty far away from those white sides? Because I've, like, never seen, like, a good, like... No, they're not like they don't really wake ride they don't really bow ride they're just, they're hard to get like you can get close up looks at them but like they don't do their aerial behaviors close to the boat very often they're kind of like rizzo's in that regard i guess you could say um and they're also just like not in very big groups a lot of the time like, a typical group is, like, 15 to 25. Like, today we saw, like, 200. But the ones that were wow. leaping were, like, you know, 400 yards away. So, like, my photos are kind of soft because they were yeah. so far away. Yeah. Pretty cool. I think you see that species one day. Yeah, I mean, we've had pretty good sightings of them this year. But, like, that was the best leaps I think I've ever taken photos of. This is, like, more of a typical, like, maybe you get to see their head come up in their eye like while they're cruising uh, but kind of look like a common dolphin kind of yet? uh not this season we haven't had any say well we didn't start till july and they seen the say whales like in may the last few years say what it does <laughs> the worst part of covid is that we missed our like killer whale time in california Oh, yeah. You mean three trips that I had to cancel two days in a row? They were both two-day trips? Oh, this is my first year actually running killer whale trips, like, full full swing, and they all got uh, canceled. You're definitely going to do it this year, right? Wink, 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 wink. Maybe, dude. Well, I guess it depends on the state. 
No, we'll see how this winter goes. I'm hoping that like I'll be out there by myself with a paddleboard. <laughs> You're gonna have to have some like, strong muscles, dude, to paddleboard like, that fast. Oh, that one of those one of those electric surfboards or whatever. Dude, just put a little five horsepower on the back. Get that of the little bike thing that they have in Moss Landing. Maybe I'll just paddle out with that? my tech deck. <laughs> my tech deck. <laughs> I use my asthma inhaler to puff myself to go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what I, what we keep kind of saying is, like, hopefully the state is, like, each state has kind of figured out, like, what they can and can't handle, like, even if COVID mm-hmm. cases are rising. And, like, a lot of the outdoor activities, I feel like, are turning out not to be a big risk. So, like, hopefully yeah, totally we'll be agree. able to do, you know, we'll be able to do our normal operations with, like, our our COVID protocols in place. And that will, mm-hmm. you know, like, we won't have to delay the season again next year. But that would be nice. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. I guess it just really depends on how bad it gets this winter. So. Everybody has their fingers crossed, that's for sure. Do you guys run year-round at Condor? Yep. Um, we run year round. We usually do the yard for like a month. This year we're going to the yard. We're putting brand new engines in our boat, which is going to be so sweet. Um, so we'll be down December and January at the very least. Um, put those engines in. And then, yeah, we start right back up in February. We'll get the gray whales. Um, usually in February, we'll still we'll have the humpbacks coming back, actually. So when we start up again, we'll probably be running just two and a half hour trips. We do three of those a day. Yeah. Uh, looking for northbound gray whales and, and humpbacks feeding pretty close. Normally tend to do. Nice. So, yeah. But yeah, for the most part, we run here. It's crazy because, like, again, you know, California is pretty lucky that we get to do that. But... Even people here, like people live in Santa Barbara, people that live down south, they like don't realize. Um, they don't realize, you know, that you can see whales year round. <clears throat> yeah, I just was curious because I, I guess I've never really talked to anybody from Condor about it, um, and I've never really paid attention. You know what? I, I, is, is the gray whale season really good in Santa Barbara, or do oh, they yeah. go out behind the islands a lot more? Um, well, it depends. Like southbound, you know, usually in a typical season, right, when they start heading south, we're still running our four and a half hour trips. We run those until, like I said, uh, February. So in a normal season, you know, we do the four and a half hours and we go out to the islands looking for southbound gray whales. And it's actually cool. Like the past couple of years, um, pretty much right around the new year, um, killer whales, Island Packers has had killer whales for like a week straight, right on this eastern side of santa cruz because they wait they wait because when the when the gray whales head down um they go from like conception and they either choose the front side of santa cruz island or the back side of santa cruz island so you can catch them on both sides i've seen them like almost zigzag through the islands i had them on the front side of uh santa cruz island and they went like you know right behind anacapa and literally, yeah. like, just came back out, like, almost, like, really close to the arch, you know? There's, like, almost... Like, oh, yeah, no. Just like, for fun. We've <laughs> seen them literally, like, probably, like, 200 feet off the island. Like, uh-huh. they really they really hug the islands there, which is pretty cool. 
Awesome. Well, they hug the coastline too. I mean, they're just exactly right. So yeah, I mean, I think some. You're right, Eric. Some of it might just be for fun. Like, we let's go play around this island. Now let's go play around this island. People, people don't give gray whales enough credit. I love gray whales. Those crusty little. I love them in Mexico. I love those crusty little whales. Those little rocks. I want to research more about like the gray whale situation over here that they were extirpated. That maybe that'll be my winter project because it looks like I'm going to be unemployed all winter. Oh, are you but, my friend? Well, I'll still oh, be your friend. I'm just gonna be your friend with no money. Wait, so what's your plan? Are you, are you? You're not standing. Are you staying East Coast? What are you doing? No. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I'm still trying to figure out like when I'm leaving, but. Our last trip is scheduled for November 1st, but it's, like, all weather permitting. So we'll see what happens with that. And then we have two boats at our operation, so we have to, like, put them to bed for the winter, basically. I think one's going to – the little one's going to dry dock for a little bit, but the big one is going to stay in the water. But, like, things freeze on land during the winter. So, like, we have to winterize the boat before we leave. So – I'll probably be home um, hopefully a couple weeks before Thanksgiving because otherwise I guess I'm not invited because uh, I'm quarantined. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll probably just be hanging out in Oregon all winter. I hope that you get to go whale watching and it snows on you before you leave. That'd be so cool. <laughs> That'd be cool. I don't think it's going to be that cold yet. Imagine <laughs> catching snowflakes and looking was- at how back. Last week, it was like 37 degrees one of the mornings while we were boarding. And I was like, ooh, this is like getting to be winter <laughs> do they do they do any sort of whale watching in oregon like yeah yeah depot but probably not through the winter right um no so like where i started back in the day at marine discovery tours day. which is in um, yeah. newport they usually run like march to october um okay. and in march and in october they're most often doing day tours in Newquina bay um which is like that big river outlet in, in Newport where this like historic and um, very photogenic bridge is. And so like they see, like they'll see deer and harbor seals and sea lions, yeah, bald cool. eagles. And, you know, they'll do like more of like an estuary tour and they'll like throw a crab pot and like do a plankton toe and that kind of stuff. Um, but oftentimes the bar crossing is way too rough to go out into Did the you say- did you say throw a crab pot? They'll actually come back and get crab for everyone? Yeah. Well, I mean, deep Newport is like Dungeon's crab capital of the world. So, uh-huh. um, yeah, they'll do crab pots and plankton toes and go look at all the sea lions. Sometimes you can see deer in the fields when you're looking for harbor seals. You're like, wait, there's also land yeah. mammals. <laughs> um, so they really only get out for whale watching like June, July, August and part of September. And, but they do operate more. It's just often Bay tours. It's not like whale watching. And then in Depot mm-hmm. Bay, they try and whale watch March to October, but it's just weather permitting. Depot Bay is the world's smallest Harbor and it has an S shape to the entrance. And so like when the weather's bad, it's really scary to get in and out mm-hmm. of there. Like you should just Google the videos of like Depot Bay navigating yeah. deep day on youtube and like yeah i've heard stories sometimes we would just it's pretty morbid but like me and my family would just stand there on the cliff and just watch boats going in and out of there <laughs> wow that's crazy so you mentioned that you can see like deer and stuff speaking yeah. of deer adam uh, i was in um 
active pass. And I had literally had deer on behind me in the trees. <laughs> I had killer whales on the other side. I'm like, ah! <laughs> that was pretty cool. There's been, uh, there's, there's been reports of killer whales eating moose and deer and stuff. Yeah, that was like uh, in Or at least Florida. killing them. Or maybe in at Alaska. At least killing them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Somewhere. It was like the moose was trying to get between two islands. I think it may have been in British Columbia. Yeah, I remember Yeah. That. That'd be pretty gnarly to photograph, right? Talking about gray whale hunts, how about a moose hunt? Moose hunt. <laughs> I mean, the thing it has, like, dude, all they gotta do is pull it down by its feet. Like, yeah, I feel like it would be underwhelming because, like, the moose I mean, is you just never like, know so not, whales, not equipped. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I mean, it is a moose. Like on land, it's well equipped, but in the water, I think yeah. the killer whales it would be easy. But what if it could uh, knock them out? I just want to see a killer whale. I thought you were going to say Slater, Slater and I are supposed to go to the San Juans this week, but now somebody's bailing. Yeah, I want to go, dude, but it's just a lot, bro. Yeah, it is a lot. I'm busy. I'm swimming with turtles right now. <laughs> <laughs> My recommendation no. is to not move around too much. I know you That's guys true. love whales. That's very but, true. You know, social responsibilities here, people. That's true. Well, responsibilities here, Caitlin. <laughs> They're calling my name up there. Oh my goodness! They will still be there when you get there. <laughs> well, maybe okay, maybe not with the residence. southern residents. Too soon. Whoops. Too soon. <laughs> That's it. They're supposed to replace that with Vaquita. Oh, they. <laughs> I don't even want to go there. Um, you think there are Adam doesn't even have a Vaquita shirt. Yeah, he does. He wore yeah, it. Yeah, I do. Too. I wore it on the eight-hour trip. Yeah, he dude. showed me. Remember, he went Mardi Gras. I was like, oh, that's a Vaquita. <laughs> yeah. He had it tatted on his chest? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. Don't you have a tattoo? One day. I'll tattoo. Did... What? Didn't you get a tattoo? He has the orca yeah. skull. Oh, yeah. On his leg. <laughs> dude, I'm, I want I want. I want to get ink so bad, but, like... A, I'm broke, and B, like, I don't know how many tattoos. Sh- I have to actually hit up my tattoo artist. In Monterey Makes County, it. they're still closed. They're open. Dude, Monterey, Monterey County was so, I was surprised at how strict it still was there. Like a $100 fine for taking your mask off. Yeah. It was crazy. I I guess I'm obviously the- all for that stuff, but I just, I, I, I'm not used to that down here, you know? Someone was stocking the shelf, and their mask kept going below their nose, I guess. Kept falling, and sh- this person got a hundred dollar fine. How messed up is that? Bummer. And then they went and fought it, and they won. They didn't get the fine, I guess. But that's pretty crazy. I mean, come on, it's clearly an accident. Huh, oh, we lost Eric. Bye, no, I'm still here. I just, Eric, oh. I just better get back. No, He's I'm still here. Just, it sounded funny, so I turned it off just in He's case. Audio only now. Now I can eat chips. Oh, I'm just kidding. That's not uh, true. We could still hear only, you eating chips. Only, Sl- only Slater can eat chips. <laughs> yeah, Slater, choose a softer food when you <laughs> Guys, I have a... My mic is muted. Can no, you hear me no, right now? No, we can still no. hear the crunchy yeah, snacks. No, we can still eat your chips. You can hear me right now? Yeah. The entire time, dude. We heard you. My mic is chips. muted, though. <laughs> no, we can no, hear you. Not. Why are you guys hearing me? Probably through your computer. <laughs> oh, man. You probably have to I mute... Think- you have to mute yourself like on the Skype. No, my it's it's picking up audio. <laughs> through my webcam. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Slater, we did hear you eat chips earlier. 
No, I can't hear you right now. Oh my god, it was on the wrong microphone. <laughs> I was muting the wrong mic, dude. Now you guys are going to hear how good these chips were. I yeah. was going ham on the seat. Yeah, we know. Yeah, no, we know. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> That's why I was making a face at you like, oh my god, you're eating chips right now. And you I didn't thought I eat them. the way I was eating them. Did no. you eat them with salsa? No, no you ate them plain. Didn't you see him just ruthless, just chowing down? The salsa got the packages thrown out the in window. Spanish. Como, hecho, and casa. These are made in a house. <laughs> These are called um, Miguelitos Papitas. Oh, my God. <laughs> These are made in the house. There was some paprika oh, oh. on them. <laughs> Just Whatever. hooked on phonics with Slater uh, over here. Look, if you guys... I'm sorry about the chip eating. <laughs> I wanted to a little. I'm kind of red right now. You guys can't see me. I'm sweating over here, and it ain't because I'm in this 80 degree water with this turtle. <laughs> yeah, I wish... now we just started going out again. I'd be interested to see what their um, snorkel trips are like because those animals have been without people on the reefs for months. Hopefully, they're beautiful. The reefs have replenished more than you could think. I mean, I think there was a lot more fish on the reefs when there's no people there. So that part's pretty amazing. Sadly, I don't think the quarantine stopped climate change, but... No, I mean, I think they're still at risk of bleaching and stuff, but they're definitely less stressed during the colder period when things are a little... They get a chance to recover before it gets too hot again. That's true. Where do you see penguins, dude? At the Hyatt in Maui. Africa. Oh. <laughs> I went all the way to Africa to see these two penguins. <laughs> no, they were in Kanapali. <laughs> they don't know that. <laughs> it's like they have like a band on their foot that says like <laughs> from Kanapali. I'm from something. Africa. <laughs> Yeah, Slater called me when he went to Maui the first time, like before I had moved there. And he's like, dude, I'm photographing penguins at the hotel. (laughs) (laughs) That was a pretty good Slater impersonation. Dude. He called me all the time. You would think I'd be good at it. Dude, I'm photographing penguins at the Hyatt. (laughs) Dude, shout out to the Hyatt. Can I stay there again, though? Because it's (laughs) beach right next to Lahaina. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm going back. You want to go to Maui? Let's I'm go, nervous. Adam. I'm nervous about Maui this winter. I think they're going to end up closing again. Dude, I didn't. I didn't realize how bad it was there until. Well, they just—it's just scary because like they don't have a lot of resources. You know, like when I lived there, they're like, we have 24 ventilators on the island. And exactly. Then, exactly. And then so I crazy. started to think about it. I was like, oh yeah, there is only one hospital. Like, what happens if there's what happens now? If- Everything goes to like it's gonna be scary. Yeah. So but that's why they have to be so cautious, you know? Like they can't let the cases rise quickly because they can't handle it. So as soon as it has a little spike, they're like, Nope, nope, we're done. It's just a crazy world, man. We're over here worrying about seeing whales and other people are worrying about about living. Exactly, surviving and whatever. Yeah. It's just crazy, crazy world. 
But I'm glad we've all gotten out to see whales, and I'm glad you got at least one all-day trip in so far this season, Slater. I'm hopeful that your November 8th trip is going to be good, too. And I got five spots left. So if you want to come, or you want to come, or you want to come, you can come on the boat. Yeah, Caitlin, come visit. I don't, one. I don't think I'll be done. It's in gonna time. be my last one for the year, and honestly, probably for like the next six months until spring. Cause who knows how winter will be, and it's too risky doing it with the weather. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Know what I mean, I don't think I'll oh. be home in time. Sorry. <laughs> I had a great idea for all four of us. Let's do let's do whale watch the world whale nerds, and we just go watch whales everywhere on the planet. It's a new Discovery Channel <laughs> episode. COVID's Dude, over. Like, That'd be a cool show. Oh my god! I'll so, cry. Like I said, Are you gonna get back on the vlog? Who me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I will as soon as I get to West Monterey. I've always, I've said it a hundred times that I wanted, I wanted to set up a trip that starts in like SoCal, Whale Watch the West, and it's like you just go here, Monterey, skip Oregon, go to Washington, don't skip Oregon. Oregon smells. (laughs) Unless we go, unless someone knows like the secret spot of whales in Oregon. That's hurtful. You're giving people, you're giving people away our idea, dude. Whatever, they don't care about us. Copyright it. Yeah. TM. I just put a TM on this. <laughs> That's trademark. You want copyright? That's a circle with a C on it. I trademarked it and copyrighted it. And it has a bad bending. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just want to yeah, see yeah. whales. I don't care who else does it, dude. Just see them all together. Well, hopefully yeah. things will turn around and it'll be safe. Mm-hmm. And we can all watch whales together again. Because I would love for you guys to come out here, too. What's I want to go out there. I said, are you whaling tomorrow? Yeah, I will almost every day, six days a week. I'll be whaling on the high spirits. Blue Ocean Whale Watch. Come down and see us. <laughs> I can see you guys. <laughs> Just because you can see me doesn't mean I can't see you. I'll be on the Blue Spirits, and I'll be eating turkey burgers while watching whales. <laughs> I'll be hey, eating actually- turkey salami. Eric, yeah, how you get a turkey burger on the Condor Express while you're watching whales? You know what you can get on the Condor Express? That's one of the best things you'll ever get in the world P-P-J. is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Boom, baby. Toasted for me. You guys have that, Adam? Yeah, dude. We have turkey burgers. We got PB&Js. We got black bean burgers. Uh, we have, like, crustables. You have fruit by the foot? <laughs> no, we have we ring pops. I don't think ring pops. Yeah, every well watched. We have like that's the best thing about the Condor Express is that there's a grill on board, and I can make my breakfast bagel with avocado and tomatoes and a whole bunch of good healthy sprouts and stuff on there, and that's then I can so have California. a little chipotle burrito. And then I got my lunch. cold brew from the coffee shop down from the bay, dude. Yeah, they like tighten And they like filter it with like, gel. No, I don't drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. What I do drink though is Earl Earl Grey tea. That's my go-to. Hey, that's what I like, dude. Earl Grey or almond milk or English breakfast, dude. Either one of those. Nah, Earl Grey or die. All right, don't talk. This is the uh, welcome to the uh, breakfast podcast. Uh, well, yeah, usually when we start getting off topic, we have to end it because otherwise we'll just start chatting about. Otherwise, we'll just know. start talking about pizza and who knows Waffles. what else. Turkey burgers, <laughs> fruit by the foot. 
Well, I'm glad you guys had a good trip. Um, and in addition to my drilled podcast recommendation, Future Ecologies is also one that you should check out if you're looking for something else to listen to. And yeah, ETPs, they're officially an ecotype. I'm fortunate enough to say that I've seen them. You've seen all four. You, like, both of you guys have seen all four. Wow. Yep. Uh, you guys are super realize. cool. I've seen a type that's in California. That can come to California. Haven't you seen all four in California? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, my God. Think about it. I've seen the Southern Residents, Offshore Killer Wells, Transient, and ETPs in California. That's pretty cool. I, I still got to get the option. now or after the podcast? Cry now. Slater, if you want to get, really, get really technical, Slater, we've actually seen non-California transients here. Remember we had the T-65? Yep. Yep. Is it T-65s? Like yeah. No, it must have been the yeah. 165s. I want to say it was 65. 165. It? It, was, it, was was it was a 165 and something else. Yeah, it was a, I'm sorry. No, the 65, it was a male and a know. female. I don't know you numbers. Know it was 65. 65. Not, A's 60, not those. No, we're talking about Alaskan, though. AK, not T. Same population. I mean, it's all the same population. but Yeah, but they call them Alaskan up there. Dude, I don't know. But you guys but have dude, seen a lot it. of different kinds of killer whales. All Think through. about it, though. Like You've seen four ecotypes of killer whales, but think about how many you haven't seen. True. Oh, you're trying to hit me with the sad stuff. <laughs> I was up on the high. I was on a high. The, I was in the clouds, the... and then you punched me, and you're like, what about type T, B, C, A, C, L? Dang it. Wait, I have seen L's. Well, just think about it. Like, there's the ones in in Iceland and Norway that eat, like, herring. There's the ones in New Zealand that are, like, ETPs but not ETPs. There's just so many there's the ones off of bremer canyon there's the ones in the caribbean there's ones there's off patagonia that launch on the beach and eat sea lions exactly, and seals. exactly like that's the coolest thing about killer whales it's just like they're they're cosmopolitan species <clears throat> every, so every, animal, every animal in every ocean yeah but like i don't know dude I'm not trying to be like a killer Whatever, whale. Whatever, you're a killer girl, whale nut, Adam. It's no, fine. He is. Not. That's the only time he ever gets his voice above a, a really that high. That is not uh, true, dude. Throw, throw a humpback in front of me. Throw a humpback mugging right in front of me. It's. I threw weird. a humpback in front of you on my old day trip. It literally was five feet from the boat, lunch fed above your head, and I didn't get dude, the single thing here. scream. It's because I, I didn't even see it. Because <laughs> it was foggy. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see it. Hey, hey, on my trip, bro. <laughs> Can't control the weather, but you know what? It was I don't know. Time. That is pretty cool. You've seen all four ecotypes in California, but we got a whole whole long list of more to see. Oh, well, really, when Anna? we get back on our whale watching the world thing, we can check them off. It's true. Not for a while. Is that? Oh, that's the photo. Yeah, look at this thing. Dude, that's Lee there. Uh, Lee's head got in my way of the breach. Lee's head got in the way of my breach. <laughs> dog. right here. Was that before or after that Adam Pretty had sure. to put on Doug's jacket? I know. Adam goes so cold because he's a SoCal guy, I guess, that he had to wear Doug's jacket. That it was very nice of Doug to offer it to me. I was freezing my butt off, man. <laughs> it, was 80, it was like 80 degrees in the dock. I was wearing a tank top. Literally. 
Oh my god. All right. Just, uh... All right. Well, we should probably end it here. Thanks for everybody getting together. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Thanks You're for welcome. joining us, Adam. Appreciate your uh, input on the whale world. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Oh, buddy. I wish we could whale watch with Adam more, but we're just too far apart. Yeah, you guys I don't are actually all like him that much. Yeah, sure. Wow. I am kind of a, I am kind of annoying. I'll give you that. <laughs> what if we bought like the Invictus, like that big super yacht, and we just all lived on it and whale watched twenty four hours? Do you think we all we just buy like two hundred million just, sitting around? We'll just buy a let's buy Jerry Jones's yacht. That was sitting you in Santa Barbara for a while. For you can rent Eugenia. it. Rent it for one week, like four hundred fifty k. I got five dollars. Yeah, how about we get like a like a twenty foot boat first, and we'll all live on that, Adam. Good uh, good idea. <laughs> we'll, we'll take each, turns. Yeah, we'll, we'll take turns sleeping. <laughs> call you the bow. Sleep on the bow for ten minutes. Yeah, I call the bow. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, if all you right. guys don't follow us on Instagram or any of the social media platforms, it's Whale Nerds at Whale Nerds. And thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. And if you made it this far, you're a straight up gangster. <laughs> well, and if you did make it this far if you could um, rate the podcast wherever you listen to it and share it with a friend we would appreciate that <laughs> Adam's just giving us a thumbs up silently thanks to our Patreon followers for, oh yeah you're um, right thanks contributions. to our Patreon followers we really appreciate it yeah, yeah, yeah like, guys, the support means a lot because the podcast technically isn't free it is a monthly subscription to have it on these some of the platforms so we appreciate you and your support thank you yes thank you thank you everyone bye everyone Deuces.